Hey there, and welcome to Hindsight at 2020. I am Karen, creator and curator of Hindsight at 2020. I would like to introduce to you Amanda Kalbaba, life coach and tarot card reader. Amanda and I met many years ago in high school, and as friends do, they come into our lives for a reason, either as a teacher or as a reason to learn. Amanda came into my life as a teacher to help me learn. She helped me to understand various forms of meditation and the ability to disentangle spirituality from being spiritual. Because you see, I grew up in a very religious Christian background, and with that came rigidity. I needed to understand and have an outlet. As I was going through challenging parts in my life, I needed to understand spirituality. She's also a seasoned entrepreneur. When some of us were running around trying to find jobs to make ends meet, she was successfully running a wellness center. Back in the time when wellness wasn't a familiar term. She had obstacles, but she always made it look so easy. So I found the path that she was on and flagged her down. Here we have her, Amanda Kalbaba from Heart Alchemy in Pickering, Ontario. Look for her through Instagram, Facebook, or on her webpage, www.heartalchemy.ca. Thank you for inviting me on Hindsight 2020. Um, I'm not surprised that you developed something like this. I felt, you know, when we were in high school, you were always the deep thinker and the one who was always so curious about life and going deep into everything and trying to understand everything. So this is great. Thank you for this platform. Yes, um, it's interesting that you said I made everything look easy. It wasn't easy. <laughs> But um, I did follow my passion. I have to say, as you know, in, back in high school, I was a big dancer. Everybody thought I was going to become a dancer. And it did lead me to the dance program at York University. And, um, but that journey took me to find massage therapy. Because as you know, I uh, went into the massage therapy program at Sutherland Chan. And it was like a door opening up for me into this magical world. I discovered acupuncture, Reiki, reflexology, cranial sacral therapy, and I did it all. <laughs> I just wanted to do it all. I just ate it up. It was, became my passion. And um, I did open up my own clinic in 2003 called the Gentle Care Wellness Center. It was terrifying. But my, again, my passion and love for what I was doing, working with people and helping people really took me over that fear part and kept me focused and driven. And I just had such a great time. I loved it. But after 12 years of doing that, I became burnt out <laughs> and I needed a break. So I did close down the Gentle Care Wellness Center in... 2016 I believe it was and um, yeah I then proceeded on my journey and was like hmm you know I really love and enjoy working with people and helping them to heal but I felt something was missing and that piece that was missing was about empowering people having them see that they can heal themselves heal their lives 
And that's what led me actually through to the tarot cards. I've always been intuitive and being a Reiki master really helped with that too in developing my intuition, uh, becoming more sensitive, connecting deeper within myself. And again, opening up another world to connect and help people, uh, you know, heal themselves and discover another part or aspect of themselves. But what I really started to discover was how empowering tarot card readings are um, for people. And that also left, um, took me into the direction of, of, of being, becoming a life coach. So you, you mentioned empowering people. One of the things that I loved about our conversations are perception. I sometimes think that I see things a very certain way and it's not necessarily how they are. So a perfect example is, a, is our conversation that we had a few weeks ago. And I wanted to ask you to come aboard and participate in a podcast with me. And I was coming, tossing around uh, titles and I suggested demystifying tarot cards. Because to me, they were always mysterious and talked about in hushed tones. And, you know, my Christian background made me think that lightning bolts were going to come down at me. But you were very quick to point out that that was not the case. And your reasoning for it was like a curtain being pulled apart. And I could see something that I hadn't seen before. And I realized that it's something that shouldn't be shrouded at all. How do you explain that to people like me who have that understanding and you want to set them on the right path? Yes, this is an excellent question. And this is something that I talk to a lot with people. I always tell people, you know, research, take, uh, take a look at things a little bit deeper before you make such a quick, um, a quick judgment or response to something. Tarot cards actually came from ancient Egypt. And tarot cards are actually, um, is actually a book, an ancient wisdom um, book disguised in cards. And what it is, is each card tells a story. It's like a door opening up into a new world that you can access deeper aspects of yourself of your spirituality, of your psyche, um, and they can really empower you and really enrich your life. For example, within the tarot deck, there are four different suits. So we have the, um, the suit of cups, and the cups, um, there's 10, 10 cards within each suit. And with the cups, the cups are all about emotional fulfillment. It's about your emotions. It's about what emotionally will fulfill you. It's about love and finding not just an understanding of unconditional love for somebody else, but also for yourself. And it takes you on a story, a journey with each card as you move forward within them. Um, and then you have the shadow cards for example, the Four of Cups is all about feeling emotional loss. We've all felt emotional loss in our life. How do we handle it? How do we process it? How do we grieve? How do we move on? How do we learn from it and grow from it? 
These are the questions that the tarot asks you to be honest and truthful within yourself, to help you become stronger, to evolve, to move forward, to empower you. Then we have the suit of swords. The swords is all about taking back your power, owning your power, owning your truth, and speaking up for yourself, speaking your truth, speaking within your power, not allowing somebody to bulldoze you or bully you. That's what the sword cards are all about. Um, it's about the mind. It's about, about the mental body. So it's about your thinking processes. Some of the shadow cards within the swords have to do about worrying, about different situations, about people, about outcomes. It teaches you to how to handle that. Um, another sword card, the three of swords, is about heartbreak. We've all have, have had heartbreak in the past and present, and we probably will in the future. So it that's the three of um the three of swords helps us with going deeper into that and understanding the process to heal a broken heart. And it goes much deeper than this. I'm being very sort of superficial here uh, or just on the surface. But these cards take us really deep. The suit of wands is all about our passions and our creativity. And the pentacle cards are all about our earthly matters to do with career and finance. And then we have the major Arcanian cards, which in Latin means big secrets. And that's all about major points within our life, big events, um, but also in how we handle life. The magician card is all about understanding your power, understanding that you can manifest anything you want in your life because you have all the tools there for you. The death card is all about transition. When something has finished in our life, when we're finished with a phase or a cycle in life, and it's that transition into something new, which can be very exciting. But that tr transition can also be, you know, a time of grief, a time of, you know, looking back and thinking, wow, look what I have accomplished. Look what I have done here. And this really ties in with your hindsight 2020 as well. It's, you know, we need that to look back and see how we've grown over the years, what we've learned, what was our heartache, what was our challenges, what is, has become our strengths now. And we need that period of time to really grow and understand that so we realize, wow, look at what I've accomplished. Look what, how much stronger I am. Look at the wisdom I've attained in all of this. Now I'm ready to step in on a new path and journey forward. And I have the strength, courage, and all the tools to do that. You mentioned a couple of words that I want to circle back on. That that seemed to stand out through your explanations. Unconditional love, empowerment, empowering empowerment, and a drive. Has anything happened in your life, in your growing up, that has led you to these powerful words being kind of the anchor for where you are today? Definitely, yes. Um, as you know, I have a learning disability. I'm dyslexic. And as a child, 
some parts of school were definitely challenging for me. The one thing though I do have to say looking back is the attitudes of some of my teachers, the attitudes of some adults where they sort of looked down on me. And, you know, maybe again, coming from a perspective as a child, I, it wasn't quite true, but in the moment I did feel like I didn't really have much of a chance to succeed in life. And that really did motivate me. That really did give me that drive to prove people wrong. And, but in actuality, I think it really was for myself, you know, that developing, you know, that unconditional love for myself to realize, wait a minute, why do other people's perceptions and attitudes and expectations, why am I putting that all on myself? That's about them. That's not about me. But for myself, yes, I realized, you know, our passion in life really does motivate and drive us. And it, you know, it, it challenges us, but it also brings, elevates us up to realize like, wow, I really do have a lot to offer. I really do have something to give back to society and my community and also emotionally fulfilling myself and realizing these obstacles don't really matter. They're simply challenges and everybody has them. You don't have to have a learning disability. You know, it could be anything, you know, there could be challenges with at home. You know, there could be a death of a parent. I mean, that's huge on a child and, and even as for an adult. Well, that's that's a really good point. It's it's about them. It's not about me. That's 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 words that have really etched itself in my mind because I know we've had conversations about this in the past where there were situations where it, it's about them. It's not about me. And those are kind of term. That's a, that's a type of term that has followed me to where I am today, where I sometimes feel I am not being heard. And um, it's not really about me not being heard. It's about me not using the right way to communicate with people I have to allow myself to be heard within myself in order for other people to hear me outside so that's a great point yeah definitely it it does start with us it really does you know um it's that realization where you know I think too when you're younger and growing up it's always about well i have to prove something to people to change their opinion and you waste so much energy trying to do that and it doesn't work it just doesn't <laughs> it, it's and, really not worth the, the effort and the and the stress exactly. attached to it it just it brings yeah. us down it weighs us down it's luggage and baggage right. that we're carrying that we don't need we need to leave that baggage at the terminal hop on a flight to where we want to go and just go. So tarot cards, how have, how has tarot cards helped you in your life? Oh, hugely because really in the beginning I was working on them for myself. I would meditate on them. Um, I would start with like working with one card in the deck 
and I would meditate on it and I would work with the different symbolism. There's such a rich symbolism um, in art within the card itself, but not just the symbols. There's astrological elements attached to each card. So if you're interested in astrology, that it can take you into into that avenue very deeply. I am interested in astrology, but I'm definitely not an expert, so I can't go into that. Uh, they all, each card has a number attached. So again, if you're into numerology, it takes you down that path as well. Um, there are Hebrew um, characters, or um, I'm not sure if I'm saying this correctly, attached to each card as well that has a connection to the Kabbalah, the tree of life that can take you down another path or another avenue. But each of this takes you into a deeper understanding of spirituality and connecting to your individual personal life and opening up that realm within you. So what it's doing is it's giving you a different perspective on how to see things within your life. It's not just in on this earthly realm. It goes deeper than that. It brings out wisdom that that helps you discover for yourself. Another thing that people can do if they're interested in doing this is as you learn more and work with the tarot card, like I said, you could work on meditating, um, choosing a card, whether it's each day and working with that energy of that card or meditating on it. You can do one card a month, um, but also bringing the cards into your daily life. So the Three of Cups is all about getting together with your friends and celebrating. Connecting with people who you can let go and be completely yourself with. Um, around people who elevate you, who support you, and you elevate and support them. And it's just getting together and celebrating. So when you go out with your friends, you can think, oh, I'm in the energy of the Three of Cups. I'm celebrating with friends. I'm in that energy of support and helping and just letting go and being myself and connecting on a heart level with the with these great friends. Um, and then, you know, when you do go through challenges in life, Again, you can bring the tarot into your daily life. You know, the hangman is all about perspective, which we've been talking a lot about in this today podcast. And the hangman uh, basically asks us to look at things differently. We're not seeing the truth about a situation or a person. And if we turn the heart upside down, all of a sudden, the hangman isn't hanging anymore. He's actually on firm ground. He can just get up and walk away. So this card tells us that we create our own perspective. And if we just looked at things from a different angle, then all of a sudden, it changes the whole picture. Amanda, this has been an amazing conversation. I, I know we can sit and talk about this for hours and I would really <laughs> love to. And perhaps we'll bring you back again and we'll have another conversation about this because sure. there's just so many elements of it that 
are truly fascinating and we cannot cover it in just a, in the amount of time that we're trying to cover this. <laughs> so I'm just going, I'm going to ask you two questions. Um, what has been your hindsight at 2020 moment to date? I think looking back, what I do for myself, I've been doing this for a while, but never really thought about it too much. But for myself, when I'm deciding whether I want to do something or not, I always ask myself the question, when I'm 80 years old and I look back on my life, will I regret not having done something? And if the answer is yes, then I have to do that. I have to honor myself. I have to respect myself and do that. And that was the big one with my center that I had for 12 years. I look back on it when people were getting married and having children. I was like full force into my clinic and just loving it. And I just had a great time. I had a lot of different therapists working with me, met so many different wonderful people, great clients. And I did throughout that 12 years, I asked my, I questioned myself. I said, is this the right thing that I should be doing? If I didn't do this, would I, re would I regret it? And the answer was like a hundred percent. Yes. I had to have that clinic. I, I learned so much, grew so much from it. And that's how I sort of now apply this to my life moving forward. I ask myself that question. If I don't do this, will I regret it when I'm 80? And if it's yes, like I said, I have to be full force into it. If it's like, nah, no, it's okay, not a big deal, then it's not that important. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I absolutely love that and I respect that. It's, it's a great way to live your life. And I truly wish I could have lived my life that same way. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> but I've also in time come to realize that everybody has a different path. And sometimes those paths are rocky. Sometimes they're smooth. And um, sometimes they just cross over with other people and we get to experience or live vicariously through them for, the, for brief moments of time. And it maybe reflect. And I believe that's pretty much where I, you find me today is in this reflection moment where I've crossed paths with many different people. Um, I'm evaluating where I am and where I want to be. So your answer is is probably the tip of the mountain for many people everyone achieves to get there or intends on getting there but you're already there so you you are truly an inspiration and truly a life coach Thank you. <laughs> so my second Thank you. question is what do you think your hindsight will be on december 31st 2020 when you're looking back on this year oh that's a hard that's a challenging question <laughs> All I can say maybe right now is, like I said, moving forward with my life coaching business, I really am focusing on helping and empowering people. And as I work on empowering others, I'm also empowering myself. When people see that they have options and choices, they can succeed and achieve anything. And when people 
really see that within themselves, it empowers them and it takes them out of that victim mentality. And I think that's where we all are truly heading right now. We all want to feel empowered in our lives. Myself, definitely, and I'm sure a lot of people out there too. So when you feel that, like I said, you can really achieve anything and succeed in anything in life. And I think that's where we're all wanting to get to. So thank you for this opportunity. No. Please like, subscribe, or follow me through Facebook or Instagram. I am more active on Facebook, but one of my hindsight at 2020 commitments is getting more in the loop of Instagram. Hey, I'll get there when I get there. If you are interested in purchasing a t-shirt to anchor you to a 2020 commitment, head over to my website, hindsightat2020.com shop. If you were tired of buying or being given things that you don't need, maybe you donate them, perhaps you throw them out. However, their ultimate resting place is the landfill. I will not sell you something you do not need. Follow my link through the shop page for an alternate way of supporting Hindsight at 2020. And there you have it. Amanda, thank you very much for joining me today. You have covered a great deal of experiences from childhood obstacles to lifestyle changes, career business path changes. You've certainly done a lot and you've shared a lot. I am grateful to have you in my corner as I am sure your family and your patients and your friends all feel the same way. You can reach Amanda Kalbaba at Heart Alchemy. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram or through her website www.heartalchemy.com dot ca